This sci-fi epic has a very clear inspiration. Today I'm talking about Voyagers. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about the movie Voyagers. And Voyagers is a movie that I just found. It's like kind of a relatively new release. And it was just, I really like the cast. There's a very good uh, collection of people, including, uh, you know, uh, Ty Sheridan and Colin Farrell and a couple other people. And then I watched it, and as, as the title indicates, a very clear inspiration, and I don't think it's a very good one. So without further ado, let's get started. It's sad but true that comparisons are one of the best ways to review a movie. If I tell you that a movie has a die-hard premise, you know what I'm talking about. Same goes if I tell you that a movie has a Coen Brothers feel. It fills in a lot of the blanks that could be hard to describe. But rarely, if ever, have I come across a work with such an obvious inspiration, whether the film knows it or not. Because today's sci-fi thriller Voyagers is absolutely a Lord of the Flies riff. Taking place in the near future, Earth is looking to galaxies far away for a new home as the planet is ravaged by climate change. Hoping to kick off life on a new planet, a team of scientists have created, bred, and raised 30 genetically perfect children to send to the new planet away from human society, who, due to the time the journey will take, will have children and likely die before the ship ever reaches the planet. But as the children enter their teen years and become more inquisitive, a series of discoveries about their day-to-day routines and the secrets their older overseer has been hiding threaten to torpedo the mission in midstream. I'm going to get the things I like about this movie out of the way because it's mostly a slog. The lead actors are good, as I mentioned earlier. I like the ship's design, and the general premise is solid. There's a good movie in here. It's just not the movie they made. Based on the setup, you'd assume that this is going to be a search for meaning, hard sci-fi adventure where our our teenage leads and their adult companion have to make meaning out of lives that effectively are just being used for humanity's sake, not their own. They didn't get a choice in this, and that's going to cause some existential crises for everyone involved, even the stoic adult who chose this mission, whereas the kids didn't. Unfortunately, that movie with interesting ideas is undermined by an early revelation that sets off the movie's real action and its Lord of the Flies nonsense. Early into their mission, one of our lead characters makes a startling discovery. The deep blue water that they drink every day actually contains a neurotoxin that operates like an emotional-slash-personality suppressant. The rationale being that you can't have a bunch of moody teenagers flipping out and endangering the mission. That's not a terrible opening pitch. You can see the rationale for the people who planned the mission, but it also means if the crew stops taking the neurotoxin, they have no history of emotional regulation, and it will likely discourage them from carrying out their mission. But even this reveal requires an insane level of disbelief. Like, if this is such a big secret and so important, even a genius kid shouldn't be able to find this information by looking it up on the ship's internet? That's just kinda dumb. Still, not a bad idea, because we can further explore what makes us human, and how things like feelings, love, and those pesky emotions are crucial to living complete lives, and give the meaningless meaning. But you already know where I'm going with this, because I gave you the literary reference. 
Because our adult is filled with all the answers is killed off in a suspicious accident, now we're going off the Lord of the Flies checkboxes. Because one of the two leads who goes off the medicine is a sexual predator and sociopath. From here on out, every plot element and contrivance feels like it's trying its hardest to recreate signature scenes from Lord of the Flies. We've got the early vote for leadership, followed by a violent mutiny riled up by suspicion of a space monster that's been hidden from everyone. We have the equivalent of Ralph being chased by the angry mob and beyond. Not only does this not work because the plot keeps bending over backwards and making these allegedly smart kids dumb at every turn, because they're either too perverse or paranoid, it also rejects what the movie is supposedly about. If the movie is trying to tell us how to find meaning or the importance of human personalities, having the first of your two emergent personalities and a crew of 30 be a fascist dictator in the making isn't a great argument. And it's like the heroes win via and it's like the heroes win via empathy, connection, or intelligence. They don't. They win by force. The end result is a movie whose ending shows what should be humanity's triumph, and instead only shows us its greatest failings. The verdict is a slog. Bereft of original ideas and thematically muddled, Voyagers doesn't go anywhere interesting. 3 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World. Stay safe, everybody, and I'll catch you next time.